You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast we talk about all of Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. On today's episode, which is being dropped on the 29th day of September 2020, just as the playoffs are about to begin, I talk to other hosts of the Lockdown Podcast Network for them to give their case on why fans should care about their team in the postseason. This show is available on the free and easy to use Himalaya podcasting app. We're also available wherever you get your podcasts. And when you're staying at home during these trying and here in California smoky days, tell your smart device to play podcast Lockdown MLB or check out some of the other great shows on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You're going to be hearing a bunch of the hosts today. And one you actually won't be hearing is Scott Cullen, who's the host of Lockdown Fantasy Baseball. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on MLB Pod. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. So yeah, in the last few weeks, I've had a bunch of hosts of the Lockdown Podcast Network who are hosts of other shows who are following teams that are playoff bound. And I asked some of them, including Javier Reyes of Lockdown Padres, Dylan Short of Lockdown Braves, uh, Jeff Carr of Lockdown Marlins, Arm Lighten of Lockdown. Marlins, uh, Jeff Carr's Locked On Reds, I'm sorry, buddy, uh, Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and Jason Burke of Locked On A's, all gave pitches of why fans of other teams should care about their team in the postseason, especially if the team that they root for are eliminated. Like, I follow the Mariners, and for years I've followed the Red Sox. Neither one are playing in the playoffs, so who should I be rooting for? Uh, I even had... Uh, Ryan Finkelstein of Locked On Mets give his thoughts. That was back on September 15th. That was a long time ago. The Mets still had a shot then. Well, the playoffs are about to start, and I didn't get to every single team that made it to the postseason. So here's what I did. I asked the hosts of the shows to submit their pitch for why you should root for their team if your team got eliminated. And we're going to start things off with Jeff Snyder of Locked On Dodgers. Hey everybody, this is Jeff Snyder from Locked On Dodgers. I'm here to tell you why, if your team has already been eliminated, you should be rooting for the Dodgers in the postseason. And the short answer is because if you wait till after the postseason, people will accuse you of being a front runner. In fact, if you wait till 13 months from now, people will say, hey, you only like the Dodgers because they've won the last two World Series. If you wait till 10 years from now, they'll, they'll be like, you only like the Dodgers because they've won six of the last 10 World Series. Well, if you get in now, they're the lovable losers. They've made the postseason eight straight years but haven't gotten over the hump yet it's a perfect time to get in and say you know what i like the dodgers before it was cool because you know the dodgers were struggling to get fans in all honesty uh the dodgers it's a fun team it's a lot of fun to watch they just do everything well they just finished the season leading the league in runs scored and era which is not a combination that you see very often if you like good baseball then you like the Dodgers, whether you like it or not. So that's why you should root for the Dodgers. Heck, even if your team's still in it, go ahead and dump them. Root for the Dodgers instead, because about four weeks from now, you'll be glad you made that choice. 
and go ahead and check out Locked on Dodgers wherever you get your podcasts anytime you want. Thanks for asking me to do this, Sully. Go Dodgers, and I guess if you like some other team, go them too or whatever. But go Dodgers. How's it going, Sully? This is Kevin Weiss. And Ulysses Sembrano. And we're from the Locked on Rays podcast, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. Ulysses, let me ask you a question. Why should baseball fans root for this year's Tampa Bay Rays team? Well, I'll tell you why. Because what's more American than rooting for the underdog? This team, with the salary that they have, with, as national media always likes to say, no household names, uh, they're such an exciting bunch. And they're the only team to actually get to 40 wins. Who's the other team? The L.A. Dodgers with that big, big, big wallet. So it's a very interesting team, very up-and-coming young core, great arms, enough offense that they can really shake up this playoff roster. Also a team that shows that they can handle adversity, overcoming a rash of injuries to, like you said, Ulysses, finish with the best record in the American League. At one point, they had as many as 12 pitchers on the injured list. Speaking of the magic number 12, that's also the number of different pitchers that have a save for the Rays. So you can look at it as a stable of guys who can close a game at any time. And like you mentioned, Ulysses, this team wins on a shoestring budget with young, exciting players who play the game the right way. Speaking of shoestrings, they get it done with their feet. The Rays are sixth in baseball in stolen bases and tied for third in triples. One name to watch, just going to give you one name, Randy Arasarena. That would be a guy to keep an eye on. With that, we hope baseball fans around the world are saying, Go Rays! Hello, my name is Lucas Smith, host of Locked on Cardinals, and I'm going to tell you why to cheer for the St. Louis Cardinals in the postseason. St. Louis has one of the best pitching staffs in all of baseball, being led this year by Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty. Adam Wainwright especially is having a career resurgence in his age 39 season. How can you not root for somebody who's pitching well at age 39? That just shows you that he's a, he's a great athlete and Above all, Wainwright is, is a great person. You also have milestones being made by Yadier Molina, who just had his 2,000th hit late in the season, and he continues to get better with age as well. When It's not just old guys performing for St. Louis either. Dylan Carlson, a young guy, is starting to heat up. The rookie number one prospect in the Cardinals system is heating up just at the right time near the end of the season. Um, and, and above all, this Cardinal pitching step, like I said, is incredible. If you want Light out pitching and really good defense. The St. Louis Cardinals are your team to cheer for. This is Nash Walker from the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast, giving you permission to jump on the Minnesota Twins bandwagon before it is too late this postseason. The Twins are looking to clinch their second straight American League Central title this weekend as they uh, try to hold off the Chicago White Sox. But overall this season, the Twins have dealt with a lot of injuries uh, and have persevered. This is a resilient group. This is a group with top-level talent. Nelson Cruz, 40-year-old, leading the American League in OPS. Byron Buxton has been a difference maker and arguably the team MVP, even with Cruz in the picture in center field. Buck has been outstanding. Josh Donaldson came over this offseason, missed a month, but has been an impact player at third base. Kenta Maeda has been an ace for the Twins this year. This is a special team. You're going to want to jump along for the ride. 16 straight postseason losses. You heard it here first. The Twins will end that North American record streak. Uh, 16 losses in a row will end this postseason. You're going to want to be along for the ride. Go Twins!
Hey, it's Arm Lighten of Locked On Marlins. How you doing, man? Hanging in there. Well, thanks for hanging around the bus stop where I'm recording this show. I'm at the bus stop right now because I need to get my car fixed and I need to get some parts. Do you know any place where I can get parts for my car? Uh, yeah, I've heard Rock Auto is a great spot to go. Well, do you, I hear rockauto.com is the place to get any part for your car. And unlike chain stores that have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, rockauto.com's prices, I hear, are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. You know what? Let me tell you something, buddy. They have everything at RockAuto.com from control modules, which I don't even know what that is, and brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get anything you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Hey, man, what do you drive? A Jeep. Okay. That was a much shorter answer than I thought I was going to get. I drive a uh, Ford Fiesta because I make it rain. And one of the reasons I can afford that Ford Fiesta is I use things like rockauto.com because the prices are always reliably low. Same for the professionals. Do it yourself. You don't, I don't know, why would you spend twice as much for the same parts? I, I won't do it anymore. I had to deal with that already. I had to deal with the Jeep stuff, and this made it so much easier. And I don't have to go anywhere. It just gets right to my door, and I don't have to worry about really trying to figure any of it out. You just find it on the website. They send it to your door. Tell me that website again. RockAuto.com. Go there right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. What's that site again? RockAuto.com. Okay, the next one is going to be the hardest one of all because it's H-Town from the Locked On Astros podcast. A lot of people are not rooting for the Astros. Even he knows that. But do you know what? Give him credit. He's going to do his best to make a pitch for them. This is H-Town Wheelhouse, and you can find me on Twitter at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find the show Locked on Astros at Locked on Astros on Twitter. So your team was eliminated. That's okay. The Houston Astros are still in the mix. And while you may think, oh, these guys are a bunch of cheaters and losers and they're the most hated team, there's a lot to love about this team. The young arms, mostly double-A and triple-A pitchers, guys like Anoli Paredes. Guys like Christian Javier and Framber Valdez, who saw a psychiatrist this year and has been open about it and said that it has helped him focus. Lance McCullers Jr. coming back from Tommy John surgery in the last 14 innings has a .60 whip and has not allowed a run in the last 17 innings that he's pitched. So this team is a team that may face three former teammates from the 2017 team, Marwin Gonzalez, Dallas Keuchel, and Charlie Morton. If they could beat all three, they could make it back to the World Series against who? The famed Los Angeles Dodgers. Go Astros. Hey there, Ben Larson from Locked On Brewers to make the case for your Milwaukee Brewers advancing in the playoffs. Well, maybe they're not your Milwaukee Brewers, but you get the point. Hey, everybody loves an underdog, right? This is a massive underdog. Think about it. The 29 and 31 Brewers against the, what, 43? Might as well be 143 and 17 Dodges. Come on, eight against one? I mean, we see these 
very occasionally in other sports, this would be the first time and probably only time you'll ever get a chance to see an eight seed beat a one seed in Major League Baseball. So you got to root for the Brewers, right? I mean, come on, underdogs, they couldn't hit the whole year. Maybe they find it against Walker Bueller and Clayton Kershaw, right? The, the former MVPs battling each other and Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich both have had subpar seasons. This is where Christian Yelich breaks out of it and dominates, right? That's why you root for the Brewers. You just want the underdog to win. You want to see upsets. It's 2020. It's COVID. It's crazy. Go Brewers. Hello, baseball fans. My name is Herb Lawrence. I'm one half of the Locked On Sox podcast. We're a White Sox-centric podcast, and we're going to the playoffs for the first time in 12 years, and we couldn't be more excited. Why should you be excited about the White Sox? I mean, we got MVP candidate Jose Abreu. American League batting champion from last year, Tim Anderson. Eloy Jimenez is probably going to be playing. Rookie sensation Luis Roberts struggled a little bit this year, but also he's 23 years old. He's going to be a beast. Yoan Moncada last year was a top 10 MVP candidate, had COVID this year, battled through, and still had a 1.5 F-war year. If you're looking for a team to root for this year, I advise you to look for the White Sox, especially versus Oakland team. They're undefeated versus left-handers this year, 14-0. Hazel Cesaro is going to be pitching for the Oakland Athletics, and he's a left-handed pitcher. If you know anything about the White Sox, you know that they feast on left-handed pitchers, and no one feasts more than Tim Anderson. This game is going to be on the road, and Tim Anderson this year has a slugging versus left-handers on the road of 1.136 with a weighted runs created plus of 360. There's no better team to latch on to than the White Sox. And listen to us, Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill, on Locked On Sox. Hello, this is Jeff Ellis of the Locked On Indians podcast, and I'm here to welcome you onto the Cleveland Indians postseason bandwagon. If your team has already been eliminated, there is no better choice than the Cleveland Indians. They have a good mix of young stars like Shane Bieber and Jose Ramirez, and just history. We've seen the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Cubs, all you know, win World Series in the last 20 years. That means the Cleveland Indians now have the longest drought in all of baseball. The last victory was in 1948. Uh, The next closest team, uh, the Texas Rangers, have never won a World Series, and they were founded in 1961. So Cleveland, longest without a victory uh, of any baseball team right now. One of the longest droughts in just all of sports. In the city in general, uh, if you know about our sports history, we've had to deal with the Cleveland Browns, who I don't even know if that counts as a professional football team. And yes, LeBron got us a title, and that was the first title in Cleveland since 1964. And yeah, that's what it's been like uh, to be a Cleveland fan. Hard luck city. We don't have a lot of wins in our in our recent history. We have a lot of fun, interesting young players. It's a team you can root for and not feel bad about. It's like the uh, zero calorie of uh, bandwagon postseason teams. So join us. Uh, if you want to hear more, listen to me on the Lockdown Indians podcast. And go Tribe! Hey, Lockdown MLB listeners, this is Sean Sears from the Lockdown Cubs podcast here to convince you to cheer for my Chicago Cubs in this 2020 MLB postseason. If you don't have a team, the Cubs are a great team to jump on with, especially because this group, the team that won the 2016 World Series, the window's starting to close on that group. Guys like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, Kyle Schwarber, even guys like John Lester, Kyle Hendricks, those guys are on this team right now, but the foreseeable future is kind of up in the air. We don't know how much longer this group of players will be able to continue to play with each other. And Theo Epstein, the Cubs president of baseball operations, his contract ending in 2021. This might be one of the last chances that this team has to really make a run and try and win another championship. Um, 
this group too is also one of the more fun teams to watch just because they are easily one of the loudest clubhouses and dugouts in baseball. You can hear them constantly with no fans in the stands and they're, uh, they're always goofing off a little bit, but they always have a good time. They're always cheering for each other and it's a lot of positive nature and, and, and a lot of positive energy you see from a team that just, usually playing at Wrigley Field drives and, and lives off the crowd and, and feeds off that energy, but they've started to have to realize they need to create that energy. A lot of that has to do with manager David Ross in his first year. Um, obviously, a World Series hero for the Cubs in 2016 has taken over for Joe Madden and has done a great job. This is a good Cubs team. Um, it hasn't felt like it at times following this team. They got off to a really hot start, but haven't quite played super great recently but some encouraging signs you've got you've got you darvish who is a cy young candidate and a legit shot of winning the nl cy young this year which is fantastic you've got an offensive group led by ian happ and jason hayward this year but guys like chris bryan anthony rizzo starting to hit wilson Contreras looking much better this is a fun team to cheer for and a team that realistically might not be together much longer so it's fun to watch these guys play and get excited for these lasting moments they know that this team, this group has accomplished a lot but they want to get one more championship and it'll be fun to watch them go for it here in 2020 hey y'all this is amy andrews from locked on blue jays here to tell you why you should be on the toronto bandwagon if you don't currently have a team in the postseason or maybe if you do i mean I'm not going to turn away yankees fans anyway uh the blue jays are probably the youngest uh, most fun team you're going to find in the American League. Uh, Bo Bichette's back. Teoscar Hernandez has turned into a monster with both the bat and his arm. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. is heating up. They still have other guys like Kevin Biggio and Randall Gritchick. It's a fun lineup. So it's definitely worth checking out. Um, the pitching staff is okay. We got Hyunjin Ryu in game two. Time on Walker in Game 3, and you know, if you're one of those people that absolutely hates Tropicana Field, you want to see the team that's forced to play there just get pummeled. So, root for the Blue Jays to hopefully never have to see Tropicana Field again. And, you know, we're Canadian. We're lovable. You should be on that bandwagon. You should support the plucky foreigners that are that are trying to take the World Series title. So, for those reasons and more, hop on the Jays bandwagon. Plenty of room. I'll see you there. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff Snyder of Locked On Dodgers, Kevin Weiss and Ulysses Sobrano of Locked On Rays, Lucas Smith of Locked On Cardinals, Nash Walker of Locked On Reds, H-Town Wheelhouse of Locked On Astros, Ben Larson of Locked On Brewers, Herb Lawrence of Locked On White Sox, Jeff Ellis of Locked On Indians, Sean Sears of Locked On Cubs, and A.J. Andrews, sorry, A.J., of Locked On Blue Jays. They're all excited. The postseason is going to start in just a few hours. Enjoy the postseason, everyone. Follow us on the free and easy-to-use Himalaya podcasting app and all the places we get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnMLBPod. You can follow me. I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter. This has been Locked On MLB for the 29th day of September 2020. Happy playoffs, everyone. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.